Welcome to the dark stream, Voxday, voxday.blogspot.com, and unauthorized.tv. Hey everybody, sorry for the uh, lack of notice, but uh, we've been working hard on some technical support issues and all that sort of kind of thing uh, with unauthorized, and so uh, we'll be talking about that a little bit in addition to the topic for the evening. Um, so we'll we'll discuss that topic first, which is enjoying the show. How are you enjoying the show? And by the show, of course, I mean this massive production that is intended to impress and demoralize us as we are just amazed by the strength and the unity and the togetherness of all the people who oppose the great sin of racism, so much so that they are demonstrating 15,000 strong in London. Because, of course, the people of England give a single quantum of a damn about some methamphetamine-taking criminal in the United States who may not even be dead and who probably wasn't killed by the police at all. The whole thing is utter, utter nonsense. You know, the, they upgraded the charges of the, the one policeman from third degree murder to second degree murder, never mind the fact that it obviously wasn't murder at all unless he was somehow you know stuck with a, a, a needle and injected with something uh, to cause his heart to stop um, you know if you look at the if you look at the total nonsense they're charging the other guys with his murder <laughs> he was saying he couldn't breathe before they took him down at all you know, the, the, the only result of these charges being upgraded is that the police are going to be found innocent because they are innocent of that. And what you're seeing is a attempt at a color revolution in the United States. It's not gonna work. It's driven by complete desperation. And this is the kind of stuff that we were warned about, that we were told was going to happen. And you may not give much credence to Q, and you may not uh, place much confidence in the whole QAnon thing. But the fact of the matter is, the QAnon narrative has been very, very accurate in predicting all these things that are happening and talked about how all these things were coming and now they are happening. And so 
if you compare that QAnon narrative to the mainstream narrative, I mean, you can't even compare the two. The mainstream narrative is total nonsense. Oh no, the boogaloos are, are making the joggers burn down their own neighborhoods. Those clever boogaloos. Now remember, anytime you are given a narrative, anytime you are told a lie, that tells you a lot about the mindset of the liar. So when they are talking about how there are people behind the joggers, when they're telling you that there are racial supremacists behind the joggers, they're telling you to a certain extent the truth. They're telling you that racial supremacists like George Soros are behind it. They're the ones who are funding it. They're the ones who are funding the police chiefs and the politicians and all of these corrupt individuals, these bought individuals. They are all playing their roles in this ridiculous, I, I can't even call it a false flag. You know, it's just a, a, a giant scripted event that is obviously false. You know, I mean, there's probably, there's probably an amount of reality to some of it. I mean, certainly a building on fire is a building on fire. Um, but there's absolutely no truth to the uh, supposed legitimacy of the, um, of the, protests and all that. There's nothing organic about them whatsoever. It's all orchestrated. And um, Lewis is correct. He says, where Q has been very inaccurate is predicting the actions of the government. You're right. And that's where it's been a little bit uh, disappointing. You know, we've been expecting to see more uh, arrests of the public figures. That hasn't happened yet. And so I'm, I'm not criticizing anyone who is dubious. All I'm saying is that if you look at how many people take the mainstream narrative seriously, the mainstream narrative that is obviously and totally and completely false, you, know, you can't take any of this stuff at face value. You cannot believe that the Minneapolis mayor wants to stop the riots. He doesn't. You can't believe that the New York governor wanted to stop the coronavirus from killing people. All of their, you have to pay attention to what their actions are, see what their actions are, and, um, and then impute some sort of motive from what they're actually doing. Assuming their motives and assuming that their motives are positive in any sense of the term is just crazy. And the idea that Antifa doesn't exist is so utterly, utterly stupid, especially if you live in Europe. Everybody knows who Antifa is. I mean, I wrote a comic book, you know, months ago that 
dealt you know heavily with Antifa. Antifa is a uh, a significant figure in both the United States and in the um, the European storylines. And I wasn't inventing them. I was just utilizing an organization that exists, is known to exist, like the LAPD. There's nothing fictional about it. <clears throat> um, there's a question, do the elites want America to, to collapse or just keep us in an Orwellian state of perpetual conflict? Well, that's the that's an impossible question to answer because the only response is, what elites? Because there are multiple elites with competing interests. Now, uh, what they what the Soroses want is they want the U.S. to they want to break the power of the Christian West. So they want to break the power of the Europeans, the whites, the Americans in particular, and they want to uh, ban and outlaw and and eliminate Christianity. They worship the devil. Okay, get that through your head now and forever. They're not good people. They are literally the people described in the Bible as the wicked. And so there's nothing good about them. They are far worse than you think. They're far worse than you imagine. And they do not have your best interests at heart. They want to Anyone who talks about globalization, healing the world, bringing things together, healing the nation, unity, all of that is just about building Satan's empire. That's all they want to do. It all goes back to the Tower of Babel. They're trying to rebuild Babel. And, you know, obviously not everybody who happens to be suckered into that sort of, of um, you know, politics or ideology actively subscribes to that. In fact, a lot of the people who are the most fervently committed on our side are people who used to believe in that sort of globalist nonsense and then realized how evil it was and that shocked them into their senses their, their senses and that's why you see people who aren't christians who don't even believe in god or the supernatural saying you know uh i i don't believe in god or the supernatural but if i'm going to if i'm forced to accept the reality of this evil then i'm I'm, I'm standing side by side with the Christians because even somebody who doesn't uh, yet accept that Jesus Christ is Lord is capable of seeing the evil of the wicked at work in the world around them. And so um, that's interesting. Uh, Apparently, American Horror Story Apocalypse laid this in plain sight on TV right up to the technocrats and Satan himself running the show. Yeah, the guy who's behind that, um, Ryan Murphy, I think is his name, 
Uh, he's also behind Glee. You know, he is obviously somebody who's been given the ticket. And, you know, one of the things that they do, or whether, I don't know if they're forced to do this, or if this is the, the spiritual rules at work, or what the deal is, but they are required on some level to tell everybody what they're doing. Because then, if you don't stand against it, if you don't deny it, they view your silence as consent. And again, they even tell you this. Look at the signs all over the place. Silence equals consent. When you don't stand against the devil and when you don't stand against the wicked and when you don't stand for Jesus Christ and the truth, then your silence is taken by the wicked as consent. That's why all they want you to do, really, is, is shut up. They don't really care. They don't, they don't expect to, to win me over. They know they're not going to win me over, ever. But they can hope to demoralize me and get me to just keep my thoughts to myself because everybody, all my friends look at me funny and, and I, I can't have a Facebook account if I'm going to say what I think. And so all they want you to do is be quiet. Silence equals consent. So when you're afraid to tell your family that you voted for Donald Trump, when you're afraid to tell your family that you think that this whole George Floyd thing is bullshit, when you're afraid to tell your family that you don't support the idea of equality and you don't think it's great that the girl down the street is dating some jogger uh, or whatever, you are consenting. You are silenced and through your silence you are consenting to those actions that you nominally personally oppose. And that's why it's so important to speak out. That's why it's so important to not let everybody else believe that they're alone. There's a reason why people often think that, um, there, there's a reason that people often think that they're alone is because nobody else speaks out. And so, um, you know, if you if you know that the show is false, say so. Don't be afraid to say so. And um, and again, remember that we don't belong to them. Dennis Rusky Bear says so. Silence is consent is not a spell. Well, you can. I mean, it depends on how you want to define spell. But no, what they're saying is they're 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 playing by the rules and they're playing fair game. They're telling you that your silence is consent. Now they're using it in two ways. Number one, they're rubbing it in the faces of their enemies. And secondly, they're, they're putting pressure on the weak to submit to them.
And so, um, yeah, it's true. Even if you don't have the guts to be the first to speak up, you can be at least the second one. And you can refuse, at the very least, you can refuse to submit to the virtue signaling. That's what they, I mean, that's, that's submission. Virtue signaling is signaling your submission to the God of this world. You are signaling that you are, are literally bending the knee to him. Notice that. What, what is the big symbol of this particular uh, movie? People getting on their knees and indicating their submission. Right, we're getting rid of this rad TV. If you're if you're going to be cute and and try to refer to uh, President Trump with derogatory terms, you're going to get nuked. Um, yeah, never take a knee. Taking a knee is what Satan wants you to do. You know. And Adam Smith is right. Remember that the world hated Jesus first before it hated you. It does hate you, and it will always hate you. So first, what they want you to do is serve them. Second, what they want you to do, if you won't serve them, they at least want you to submit. And if you won't submit, then they want you to be silent. But silence equals consent. I don't consent. You know, and so I would encourage you all to refuse to consent too. Don't back up and, and hold your tongue when your family is, is telling you nonsense about, about anything, whether it's George Floyd or, um, any of that kind of stuff. Just refuse to consent, refuse to be silent and just say, I think it's nonsense. I think it's ridiculous. And so uh, just don't be afraid. So now I'll move over because we've got a couple questions about unauthorized and stuff and then we'll do the um, and then we'll do the uh, super chats. So first of all, we've added something new. Uh, some people were having problems with uh, logging in. So what we've added is this. Um, if you notice, there's a blue thing now, a blue line. It says, click here to reset your password. Now, I think we're gonna have to move that because that, that button is a little, that link is a little bit too close to the login button. But, uh, Anyhow, if you're having trouble logging in, then you can uh, click that and it will create a new password for you and it will send it to the, to the email address that you've entered as your username. The username um, should be an email at this point in time. Uh, then if you uh, don't have the correct username, uh, we now have a message up so 
Uh, if you happen to have a fake username like the Boogaloo at CNN.com, because there's nothing more fake than at this point in time right now than the Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> Russell S. actually had a timely comment. Gun-toting members of the Boogaloo movement are showing up at protests. CNN front page article. Total nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Um, so it's an invalid username. Uh, there is no the Boogaloo at CNN.com subscribing to unauthorized. But if you try that, then uh, it will kick up invalid username at you. So at least now you're, it gives you a message about what's wrong. Then if you have the correct username, but you don't have the correct password, now it will tell you. You're, if you get an incorrect password message, what that means is that your username slash email is correct. But if you, uh, if you have the wrong password, then you can just reset your password. It'll send it to your email address and then it should work. So, and assuming that everything works uh, and goes according to plan, then this is what you will see. Um, this is what you'll get when you log in. All the channels, Owen's live streams, this dark stream, The Legend on Comics, Barcelona Life, Vox Aversity, Wrangler Star, Good Gardening, Good Bear, uh, Big Bear Bonus Streams, Owen Benjamin's show, including the new documentary, uh, The Unbearables, uh, which is the animated cartoons and stuff, uh, White Bull Business, Medieval History, we've got a number of Castelia audiobooks, and we have the brand new Dailing Poll channel, uh, which has some really good interviews on it already. So anyhow, uh, hopefully this will take care of a lot of the login problems that people are having. There still could be other issues. Uh, we're still working on getting the HTTPS um, functioning uh, correctly on everything. But uh, in general, at this point now, with the ability to reset your password, most people should, most subscribers should uh, be able to get access to it. Now, one thing I'll caution you on, when you create a new account, when you, when you create a new subscription, we have to manually create the accounts and get them to you. So it's not instantaneous yet. Now we are working on that, uh, probably, uh, probably within a week, maybe 10 days, we'll have it uh, automated like it was before. But in the meantime, uh, if you create a new account, just be patient for a day or two, and then we'll make sure that you get your access. So you know, don't, don't take out a new subscription and then think that you're going to be able to log in right away. It's just not going to work like that. Not yet. Uh, when it does, I will let you know. But in the meantime, just set it up and then wait a day or two. And then also you'll be getting a separate invite. You know, in addition to getting the email with your uh, test or with your, you know, short term password, you'll also be getting an invite to Social Galactic. So um, will Info Galactic supporters get access to Social Galactic? Yes, we have to uh, arrange to do that. Um, but that's probably going to be a, a few weeks before we get around to it because we're still dealing with a lot of this you know, new UATV stuff. Um, 
Right now, there is no way to join UATV without a credit card or PayPal at the moment. Um, we're actually working on a way to do that, um, but that's, that's going to take, uh, uh, even assuming that we get rolling on it very soon, that's going to take at least a month or two. So you'll just have to have to be patient and make do with the dark stream and DLive and, and that kind of stuff for now. But, um, and if you want to subscribe, um, which I highly recommend that you do because, you know, we're just getting rolling on the new site. I mean, we're going to be adding all kinds of stuff, uh, in the near future and you're going to want to, you know, if, if you're interested enough to be here, um, you're probably going to want to be on there sooner or later. Now there's a question somebody asked that I want to address. Uh, Odd Rob says, what is the point in speaking out when everyone around you is an unreasonable NPC that will not change their mind no matter what? Because you need to speak out for the sake of yourself. You need to speak out for the sake of your soul. It is corrupting to go along with the lies. It, it destroys you to refuse to speak the truth. In fact, the less that you speak the truth and the more that you submit to the lies, the less you even become able to recognize the truth, let alone have the courage to speak it. Now, I'm not saying that you should be out there trying to wake people up. You know, that's the conservative approach. Well, if, if we just give them the right information, they'll change their mind. No, they won't. Aristotle told us 2,500 years ago that that wouldn't happen. No amount of information is sufficient to convince some people to change their mind. Um, but, but see, here's the thing. Bitshu says, yeah, sure. If I speak out, I lose friends. No, thanks. Been there, done that. They're not your friends. What kind of friend is going to dump you over the fact that you're not an NPC. That's not a friend. Why would you ever want to have people like that in your life? I cut people out of my life all the time. Nominal friends, family, whatever, if they make any attempt to control what I think and what I say. I don't tolerate that from anyone, especially if they are opposed to the truth. You know, it's fine to be gentle with people. It's good to be gentle with people, but do not accept them placing a leash on your tongue or on your mind. Tom Forsyth is right. If you speak out, you can embolden others who silently think the same thing. That's absolutely true. Uh, Corbett Plastering, you can go ahead and throw super chats in now. We're, we're just we're just rolling, as it were. Uh, Corbett Plastering says, what's your opinion on recent comments by Mattis? Uh, I have no opinion because I haven't been paying any attention to him whatsoever. He, he was a huge disappointment, and I basically just relegated him to the uh, ticket takers bunch. Uh, JMO throws in two bucks. Thank you. Dan and Georgia says, Owen learned who his real friends were. Right. He had lots of people who claimed to be his friends. 
you know, Joe the Toe Rogan was even willing to police Owen's tweets for him. What a good friend. Working Class Bear is, is right. He says, cut the dead weight. They are dead weight or worse. Keep in mind, with this whole surveillance machine that we're seeing the signs of, you know, we're seeing the surveillance machine in action for the first time. We're seeing it with all the, the pre-placed bricks and all of the setup with the, the politicians and, and the celebrities and all that kind of stuff. Some of those friends are actually probably spying on you. They're probably there to report on you, you know, to this whole surveillance machine. And, um, you know, I mean, I don't worry about it because, you know, I mean, what, what secrets do I have? You know, everything that I say is already, you know, declared to be thought crime. And so, you know, who cares? Um, but you know, it's, it's difficult for people. I think, you know, it's, it's like East Germany. Um, what was it? 5% of the population was actually employed in actively spying on the other 95% of the population. So, um, odd Rob, should you still speak out when you only have unreasonable NPCs around you? Um, you should still refuse to submit. You should still refuse to serve. Again, I'm not saying that you need to go and try to wake them up. It's probably not going to work. But you do need to not lie. If somebody says, you know, oh, that Trump, are you going to play along with it? Because see, what they do to try to control you is they notice, they notice when you evade their, their little uh, scouting recon missions, you know, they'll say, oh, that Trump, he's so awful. You know, looking at you to try to, um, to try to see what your reaction is gonna be. And they notice when you change the subject. They notice when you refuse to submit. So why not just say what you actually think? Why not just speak the truth? There's a difference between preaching, you know, telling people who haven't asked you what you think and answering a direct question. And so, uh, you know, it's just, it's just something that you, uh, you know, you need to not be afraid of who you are. You need to not be afraid of what you believe. If what you believe is true, then be willing to stand up for it. Don't go along. Don't submit. Uh, is Social Galactic available for free yet? No. Everybody there is a subscriber. And we may keep it that way. Uh, everybody seems to prefer it. Uh, literally nobody has been saying, gee, this would be so much better if we had a bunch of uh, SJWs in here 
uh, trying to converge everything. Yeah, never capitulate, exactly. Um, Harvey Specter said, speaking of submitting, why does Trump seem set on pandering to black people? Because he's a 70-year-old civic nationalist. You know, he's the best president we've had since Andrew Jackson, but that doesn't mean that he's perfect. That doesn't mean that he's the, the warrior king that we would all like to see him be. You know, and so, uh, you know, when when uh, people ask me what I think about Trump, I say he's been the best president that the United that America has had since uh, Andrew Jackson. Or if I'm if we're fully in rhetoric mode, I'll say you mean the God Emperor. And if they say, if they say, well, you know, I mean that's that's just crazy. I'm like. I smell heresy. Yeah. And it's also fun. You, you point to the biggest book that you can find. Say, According to this, you're a heretic. <laughs> Usually at that point, they're like backing away, <laughs> alarmed. It's pretty funny. But, uh, you know, they only speak rhetoric. So, so you hit them, you hit them with rhetoric, right? Um, how likely is a military dictatorship after 2030? Oh, well, we'll be lucky if, I mean, that would be one of the better outcomes, to be honest. So, um, but no, I mean, the thing is, Trump genuinely has a heart for the black community. This is not part of him being a politician. It's part of him being a celebrity. I mean, he... He's popular personally with them because he lives that big man role. And, you know, he genuinely believes in the civic nationalist nonsense uh, because that's what he was inculcated. Well, that's what was inculcated into him when he was a, you know, in his formative years. And so uh, it's a weakness, but. You know, it's, it's a weakness we knew about. Meluk says, kind of off topic, but I did the free Mensa IQ test online. It had a timer of 30 minutes and I scored 112. How reliable is it? I always thought it was average or below average. Uh, it's probably moderately reliable. You know, I mean, it's probably within, I don't know, five, six points of, of what it is. But, um, you know, internet tests are not, reliable in general go you know pay you can pay a little bit a bit of money to mensa and do a proper one if you're curious that's what i would recommend doing um but let's not get into uh uh everybody reporting their uh iq scores that's just not of any interest here um is eric trump more or less right-wing than donald trump jr uh, my understanding, but it may not be correct, is that Eric Trump is less right-wing than Donald Trump Jr. I mean, Donald Trump Jr. is far enough right-wing that he uh, has retweeted me when I was back on Twitter. And so, um, obviously, he's, he's 
far to the right of Ivanka. So, um, you know, and, and that's, you know, the, Ivanka is one of the reasons that that's an example of one of the reasons why it's not good to uh, be unwilling to burn the deadwood because that tends to create weaknesses. It's understandable. You know, it's the guy's daughter. He loves his daughter. Of course he loves his daughter. But it would be better if he um, if he uh, kept her very, very far away from any decision-making. So, um, anyhow, that's what's going on. Uh, I don't really have too much more to add at the moment other than uh, if you're subscribed to Unauthorized and you're having trouble accessing the new unauthorized.tv site, please make sure that you try resetting your password, see if you can get in that way. Uh, Melik says an on-topic question. Why, in your opinion, do they riot now and not when other blacks were killed by the police rather recently? Because they weren't told to. They're being paid. The leaders are being paid to show up and start the demonstrations. All of this is organized. All of this is a movie. You know, they tried to get uh, something going with that guy who was uh, shot in Georgia. Uh, the the uh, the arch the arch archetypical jogger. Um, they failed. Uh, they managed to get the George Floyd going thing going because it was in Minneapolis. They had all the infrastructure in place, etc., etc. So, um, you know, so they don't don't take these things seriously. It's all a show. Will Power says, "Do you foresee George Floyd ribbons becoming a thing to shame non-compliant people? Not a stretch." Well, I think they'll try. You know, they're already trying to push all kinds of things, whether it's the blackout thing on Instagram and, uh, you know, they're pushing all that kind of stuff. Obviously, don't comply. Don't go along with it. Don't submit. And if you really want to cause some heads to explode, then just say, is George Floyd really dead? You know, was it the fentanyl? Or was it the methamphetamine that killed him? Because we know that you don't get strangled by a knee on the back of your neck. Do you think it's possible to convince someone like Charlie Kirk? <laughs> Charlie Kirk is is owned. The only way that you can convince Charlie Kirk of anything is to pay him to be convinced. No, he's a... There's absolutely no point in trying to talk to those people, convince those people. Why do you think that I don't talk to those people at all? Brewmaster Monk says, the riots are happening now because they thought they pissed us off sufficiently with the quarantine and food shortages. No, actually they're happening now because the quarantine failed. The whole coronavirus thing was an attempt to disrupt the United States and cause uh, pressure to remove President Trump. It failed. You know, the pandemic failed. 
and now the the boogaloo uh, thing is failing. These are acts of desperation on the point of the deep state. And so, uh, you know, just wait and see. This is gonna this is gonna be an interesting summer. It's gonna be an exciting summer. I'm looking forward to seeing the re-election of Donald Trump in November 2020. I'm very much looking forward to seeing that happen. Biden is not going to beat him. Macro says, have all the first library books been sent? Uh, I believe they've all been sent domestically. Some of them just the last batch are going out today. Um, the uh, international books have not gone yet including Canada because the they're not allowed to um, but they will as soon as they are and there are about 20 people who still have not confirmed their addresses with us and so we're hanging on to those until we get the addresses confirmed so we'll be sending out an email again to those 20 people hoping to get those addresses and then the uh, the meditations are already being bound, and so they should start going out as soon as next week. Working Class Bear says, it's super funny to hear them try and use the word boogaloo, like they have a clue what it is. No, they, they have no idea at all. It just cracks me up. Um, they, the, the boogaloos, the boogaloo, it's, it's like talking about apocalyptans, the apocalypse movement, you know. Christians are trying to imminentize the eschaton. Never mind that Jesus said, even he doesn't know the day, right? Um, the, uh, let's see. Have you selected the new book from Patreon? Yes, uh, we'll get that going soon. Uh, the next book is going to be War Dogs 3, Metal Monsters. It's really good. Uh, and uh, I believe the book after that is probably going to be one of the Law Dog books. So, um, yeah, so anyhow, it, it's uh, Tac9 says, excited for the one-off Castelli House books. The year-long subscription was too much for me. Um, yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see how, how you know, people react to that. I mean, obviously, the subscription has been going very well, and we really appreciate all the people who are... Uh, supporting the Castellia Library, and we actually will have a uh, site devoted just to that soon. So, um, <laughs> Will Power says, I love when Jesse Lee Peterson played the part where Trump talked about rioters disrespecting George Floyd's memory. He said, what memory? Precisely. I like Jesse Lee a lot. Um, in fact, uh, I actually, I, I like Jesse Lee so much that I actually did a show after I had decided to uh, stop doing media appearances, um, but he he called me up and asked if I'd be willing to, to do it, and so uh, since I always enjoy talking to him, I said, sure. Um, he's a good guy. Uh, All Hero Q Volume 3 is done. I think we just need to get the cover colored. And uh, in fact, uh, we'll, have, we'll have some new stuff coming out soon. And also on the comic front, if you guys haven't been on Webtoons, you know, subscribe and like uh, the various Arcade and comics on Webtoons. Alt Hero is doing really well. Hypergamouse is doing really well. And <laughs> Jesse Lee Peterson on UATV. Yeah, I mean, that's actually a, a possibility at some point if, you know, 
if he was interested, uh, we would definitely be uh, definitely be open to it. So, anyhow, uh, thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you at the next dark stream. And if you're on Social Galactic, we will look forward to seeing you there. I'm Vox Day, and this is the dark stream. <laughs>